you're listening to Successfully Effing Up by CMB. I'm Cherie from Pepper and Me. And I'm Bets from Magnolia Kitchen. You can listen to us chat about real life business. Uh, the joys of raising toddlers and teenagers. And just generally making shit up as we go along. With a fair amount of fuck-ups and eventual successes for both of us. We hope you enjoy listening to our behind-the-scenes chats on this podcast. Get into it. Okay, welcome to our episode four we're at. Successfully fucking up by CMB. Yes. You get successfully fucking up when I'm talking and you get successfully effing up when Cherie's talking. Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just personality. <laughs> um, so today's episode, I am going to turn the tables and I want to ask Cherie some questions about Pepper and me. And let's, let's see if we can find out some new stuff that you guys don't even know, that I don't even know. Yeah. As with each episode, we're going to start off with our wins and fails. For the week. One of the week. What's oh, your one of the week? This week, we had the Pepper and me open day on Wednesday, which was just amazing. Heaps of people came to visit the HQ and I loved it. I loved meeting everyone. I didn't know how many people were going to show up but there would have been over a hundred ladies come. And I had FOMO. Real FOMO. Honestly sometimes things like that I just feel like anxious the whole time and everyone's weird but it was just amazing. All the people were so lovely. Completely comfortable in that environment. Uh, Marnie sold lots of t-shirts. We you had a coffee cart. There, we had a I? coffee cart and like the coffee cart chick was just the loveliest girl ever. A little shout out to Freddie's coffee cart. Thousand percent recommend and she just showed up and made coffees uh, like some other cats were going to charge me heaps of money to Have get them there yeah. and she was just stoked to come and do it so it was amazing food was amazing we just had a lovely day getting to know people and spinning yarns which was just really really nice because yeah, you had it set up like cafe style we did so. we did like a pop-up cafe cool. in the warehouse set up a little playground for the kids a little, a little pit play pit <laughs> but it was just a great day lots of positive energy all around and everyone said the same thing so that's always really nice big win yeah big win fail we're not so much a fail but we've been struggling with getting this cookware off the ground like you I don't like to wait for things or be patient about things I just like to have an idea and then go full speed ahead till it's done it's this planning shit like, <clears throat> it is sucks. but I knew the colour scheme of the cookware is crucial to this brand being successful so I worked with Lucy Furnace who's like a colour specialist and she helped me find these three colours and I just was absolutely in love with them and I've taken them back to the factory who's told me I could have any colour I wanted and then they came back and said, no, can't do that. <laughs> we can do something similar, but it basically wasn't similar. So I'm at a bit of a standstill with them because I don't know, you know, I've, I've gone a long way down the track with this company and I'm confident that they have the best cookware. Do I sacrifice the colour or do I start from scratch with a new factory? It's hard. It is hard. It's super hard. Yeah, or do I just fly to China and go and try and sort sort it out for myself? It's really hard. She's messaging me at like the, in the middle of the night, needing urgent answers, and I don't see them. And yeah, that time difference. Yeah, just the whole communication's really. I'm struggling with it, and I have no idea what I'm doing. Let's be honest, winging it. I think this is like a temporary fail. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's just something that just so far out of your comfort zone. Oh, it's just frustrating. So hopefully, I'll have an update on that at some point soon. Yeah. What about yours? Okay, so my win. So basically, I have a number one best-selling book, and that was a huge fucking win. Um, and it still is a huge win, and will remain a huge win until somebody knocks me off. <laughs> so yeah, I once 
the the publisher announced that I was I actually just sat in my kitchen and I was crying yeah you always cry yeah I always cry always cry but it was like it was ugly cry and it was I don't even know if it was a happy cry it was like an overwhelmed cry yeah like how the fuck did I get here but it was still a win I know it was a win what an epic win a number one book yeah amazing crazy yeah yeah so that's that's my win um i might reuse that one in the future um, <laughs> and my fail i missed my um first ever radio interview that had been planned on my media schedule and everything like that just so happened i like to think that it was only maybe 10 percent to do with me this one was out of my control but a fail nonetheless just coincided with an like rainstorm torrential rain we haven't had a lot of rain in Auckland lately and everyone forgot how to drive and <laughs> it, what should have been a 35 minute drive turned into an hour and three quarters so yeah I missed my radio interview but, yeah that yeah. sucks was that with the hits yeah the hits. so like the biggest radio station too yeah yeah and so that was supposed to like kick off my media schedule like yeah. that was yeah and you missed again it. I was crying it's like classic, classic, bets. classic like, I'm, bets. and because I'm always late everywhere yeah you are. I allowed for that. I left an hour and 15 minutes early, knowing it was only a 35 minute drive, but wanting to get there early and like prep. Yeah. What happened? Did they uh, so pre-record something yeah, for so another time? Yeah, so we ended up pre-recording it. So they finished their breakfast show and then I came into the studio, we pre-recorded it and then they played it like two days later. Oh, that sweet. Was, so it all worked out. Yeah. It all worked out, but I just, I, I felt like it was going to set the tone for how I was going to deal with media. It didn't, but Everything that's has fine. Been fine. That's fine. I like to think that I potentially learned a lesson from that because I wasn't late for any of my other media sessions. Okay, As I was, always, I was late turn, for, a, turn your fail yeah, yeah, into yeah, a success. For Seven Sharp, but that was on the same day. And because I was late for <laughs> that, then I was late for Seven Sharp. But hey, that all worked out too. So. It did. Yeah. The interview was super cute as well. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, so that's the wins and fails to start us off. And cool. I'm just going to kick into these questions. Come at me. Right, so Pepper and me. Sheree. It's me. <laughs> um, I want to know, first off, why you chose spices as your business out of everything that you could have chosen to start your business with it was spices why as with everything the answer is going to be like I pretty much fluked it wasn't my original plan I actually really wanted to make aiolis because I just love aiolis basically aiolis and sauces and sell them at the market but then I quite quickly realized that if I made like 100 aiolis and only sold 10 I would be screwed because shelf life what am I going to do with them where am I going to store them in the fridge how am I going to know how many to make Um, you know that's really smart that you thought that so early on yeah because I I yeah that yeah I kind of I was just at home with a baby yeah. and I knew that I couldn't do markets every day. Yeah. So I had a very limited window of, you know, like maybe doing a market every second week. But I had just had people who was only four months old. All my friends were sort of breastfeeding or struggling to breastfeed or something. So I'm going to make like some lactation products, which was the Wadev salt. So that was the first product yeah. as a salt I mix. love it because there's nothing else, still nothing else really out there that is savory. Like a, whole, a whole spice. Like, yeah, like as, as yeah. savory breastfeeding, like lactation um, aid. Aid, yeah. yeah, and it just blew people's minds with its strength. It's actually one of the most powerful lactation products. Yeah. Still is. I just don't really so, talk like, about yeah, it. So it's cause... not it's not cookies, smoothie shakes, or whatever, or like any other baking, which is predominantly what it is. I think that's really cool. Yeah. So that was the first product, and then I was thinking, oh, like I want to do spice spice blends, and for some reason I just wanted to do pastes. I'm not sure where that idea came from. Probably oh, just like it worked. But yeah, probably just because no one else was doing it. And I actually did think my paste had to be refrigerated. I didn't realise that they didn't. 
Yeah. Uh, so we kept them in the fridge for the first few months, and then we realised like what's gonna. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Even when I God, when I started getting them manufactured, that's when I was like, he's like, these don't these don't have to be refrigerated, never... and this is your shelf life. And he gave me back the because they do a pH testing yeah. and the uh, all sorts of test, bricks testing, which is like mm. the thickness. Mm. Um, and he's like, you've got an eighteen month shelf life on this product. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I'm so, I like I. There's not a week that goes past that I don't hate you for it. <laughs> <laughs> Even, where were we today? Oh, the lactation station. Yeah. And she gets all her products made too. But obviously fresh baking is still, you know, got yeah. a shorter shelf life on everything. Even yeah. though she's getting it manufactured. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely fluked this whole business model. Because if it was anything without refrigeration or without a shelf life, mm. like my whole business would never really have worked. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it would be different and it would have worked. But yeah. not with shipping. No. I don't think. Like it's just never, it's never good with careers. That's yeah, why spices. On, yeah, you got onto a, you got onto a good thing. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, pantry staples, winner, winner. <laughs> Absolutely, chicken dinner. <laughs> Literally, with best chicken dinner. Tandoori <laughs> <laughs> paste. Okay, next question. What's your favorite pepperoni product? Oh. Like from the current range. From the current range? Oh, I'm actually, my favorite product at the moment is the Winglinger Ding Dong sauce. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm really proud of it. That goes on everything in my house. Yeah, same. I I have been a hot sauce lover my whole life. So I that's why it was one of the last products I made. Because I just didn't think I could make one as good as everyone else's. And I did. You and did. I, I, I like legitimately love it uh, more than any other hot sauce. I'm the most proud of that product probably, which is why I love it the most at the moment. In general, I think Man Rub's a very popular little child. Yeah. It's just so versatile. You can't really go wrong. And you can put it pretty much put it in everything. Yeah. Same with Man Grind too though. And same with most of my other stuff. So yeah. yeah. From there on out, it all gets a bit blurry. They're yeah. all amazing, obviously. <laughs> cool. Do you want to hear what my favourite is? Yes. Um, mine's definitely the Man Grind. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so versatile and everything. I do love the chipotle and lime as well. That's the rub. Chipotle, chipotle and orange is the rub. Oh, chipotle no, sorry, and lime chipotle is the lime. salt. Yeah. yeah, it's the salt. Yeah, like I, I love adding that as well. I went through so. phases. I was like, yeah. man grind, obviously, for like a year. And then when chipotle and lime came out, or I bring him out, I just everything was chipotle and lime. Yeah. And now I've gone, moved back towards man grind. So yeah. it's drawn me back. Yeah, it's funny how they <clears throat> chop and change. Yeah, but. so I love chipotle and lime for any kind of Mexican or spicy dishes. Yeah. It's nice now that there's like um, quite a few spice blends in the range as well because typically to begin with it was family friendly and yeah yeah, yeah we've definitely got some mild more spice and now. stuff yeah so it's cool that there's those options for everyone yeah definitely yeah all right i wanted to know do you think because i think that this is something that you maybe have thought about but who knows do you think that you'll ever open a cafe move back to being a chef or or something like that not necessarily you always working in the kitchen but like designing a, a menu and having a cafe that's sort of focused around pepper and me products yeah it's always in the back of my mind and if you ask me I mean before kids if I had a business what would it be it would have always been a cafe yeah. just be right in the thick of the food I think I prefer cafe style dining to restaurant style dining yeah but look I just don't think it's such a hard game. It's such a hard game. Mm. And at the end of the day, is there much money in it? Maybe if you can sell it. Yeah. But it, it's a lot harder. It's fickle as well. Then, like... you know, I love my business so much because of the room to breathe I have. If someone's mm. sick, it's fine. Yeah. If it's school, I like school holidays now. I've got three staff on holiday. And that's fine because I just won't have any releases or any specials or anything. Yeah. And they've got enough stock. You know, I don't. 
I may be popping half an hour in the mornings and that's that's all it needs me. Whereas a cafe, like you would have to be there all the time, yeah. which is totally fine, but not with little kids because you don't want to have that pressure. Yeah. You know, I love that kid's been sick. Well, no, I hate that kid's been sick so much, but, you know, I love that it doesn't matter that I can't go to work. You know, yeah. I can stay at home with him. But it's always... Yeah, whenever I see a space and I'm like, that, you know, that the cafe would cafe. just kill it. <laughs> yeah. Or like, how would I do this cafe like this? Yeah, so maybe one day, maybe when the kids are older, yeah. they want to work in the cafe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can attest to that. Yeah, I'm, I think a pop-up cafe is a great idea. Yeah. Though. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, I think it would be. Yeah, and it would be amazing. The, you can still do what you want to do and You've got another no responsibility pressure. of like food grading and... Yeah, none of the all intense of, staff all of dramas the intense, or anything. Yeah, staff dramas or anything. You just Wait, like... staff dramas you don't even have to worry yeah. about that. Oh, they got weights time. Yeah, or they, it's just like they come up to the... <laughs> yeah. Well, let's just inform yeah. the listeners. There's a pop-up restaurant slash cafe uh, available for hire at the Our Place Container Village. And me and Bets were just saying today... Fuck, it like, would be amazing. Let's to, like, do a sweet and savoury pop-up cafe. Of, like, just a couple of our fa- like our most popular products or yeah. something like that. And so just, you like, could do like, donuts, donuts and macarons. Macarons. And then just or, like, have your like, fudge cake for by sale. the slice. Yeah. yeah. And then I would do some savoury sort of brunch and lunch options. Maybe just like three or four things. And there'd be no, none of the none of the drama. No, no drama. Yeah. yeah. Oh, let's be honest, there'd be drama. Yeah, but, <laughs> you know, it wouldn't matter because... No. You know, we wouldn't yeah. have to and it's not it permanent. Out. Like, what's the worst anything. that can happen? What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, no one comes and we just go home and don't worry yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. Cry into so our, maybe one day, cry into our phones. What do you guys think? Let us know. Yeah, and um, we should put up a post and see see what everyone thinks of that. Logistically, it's you that's got to you got to sort your sort your life out and yeah. come oh, down here okay. for a few weeks. So that's yeah. a bit of a mission. It is. Yeah, husband will divorce me. He can come. <laughs> he can come <laughs> too. Just move down here. Very yeah. Right. Next question. Um, I'm gonna ask that one last. I think. Oh, uh, shipping internationally. So, firstly, does Pepper and Me ship internationally? We ship to Australia. Okay. Why only Australia? Oh, because I can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's all these, like, technical things and... Like, getting into America is so difficult. What's I, difficult? Like, they have different, all these different food laws, uh, like, about letting food in. I didn't even check. Yeah, you'll get pulled out one day, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I also, I wondered about that. Yeah, just... Yeah, I, look, it's on my to-do list, I guess, to... I don't get asked heaps, either. Yeah. You know, you're like, your so following you is all the... international, yeah. or, you know, like, 90% international, whereas mine is 95% New Zealand-based, so it's... I don't know if there would be the demand for it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe once the cookware kicks off. Yeah, even that's hard because it's going to be so heavy. So, yeah, I'm thinking about that with my... Um, I mean, what do we do? You need stockists, I guess, my, all over the world. Uh, turntables, they're like, I've got a 2kg rule on my international shipping, yeah. and they max that out, so... Yeah, well, see, even me, like, two, ki- two kilos of my products is only, like, three yeah. things. So yeah, it is hard. It is hard. And people don't want to pay no. that much shipping. Um, for a pantry staple. For a pantry. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like, you don't, you don't want to pay $30 shipping for a couple of cooking paste, yeah. unfortunately. And that's what it costs me. I actually absorb um, about... 40% of the Australian shipping cost as yeah. well. Yeah, we absorb a whole lot as well. Just because I want people to be able to have it over there and enjoy it. Okay. Right. Cookbook. <laughs> I just, I don't, are everyone, you... everyone asks me this too, especially with your, your one thing out. Everyone's yeah. like, you need to do one, you need to do one. I'm like, but I've literally just put all my recipes on the Pepper and Me Club, so I didn't have to go through the process. So what, what would I put in a cookbook? It's all in the club. I mean, not all of it, but, but majority of it. 
is up there. The club works better for me because it's it's instant. You know, if you go see a recipe that you like and it's been cooked, it's usually up on the club within a week. Whereas I cook something and then you want the recipe, you'd have to wait like a year for the cooked yeah. version <laughs> yeah. of it. I love... It is a lot of work. I love how easy it is. It doesn't matter if I don't get a great photo, you know, as long as there's a photo Do you know what's great about it? You can edit it if you make a mistake. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. That's really fucking smart. Uh, <laughs> the money, like... I mean, people think you're really rich because you're a published author now. Did, did, did you want to blow the, put the truth bomb, oh, bomb like, on everyone? Oh, yeah. A truth bomb here. Um, I haven't... I've I've had a book advance. That's it. Yeah. I don't get paid. I get paid every six months for the book and I only get a very small percent of the cut from the book sales. And so, there's a lot of hard work going yeah. in that book. So basically as it stands, um, to not to put a physical number on it, but I'm only with the book sales thus far, with the three prints, I have basically earned what I would have earned on salary as a payroll officer. Yeah. Boom, <laughs> motherfuckers. Yeah. So, so all of that, like 18 months of fucking hard slog and stress and everything. Like, yeah. but don't get me wrong, I would not give it up for anything. No, and the what an achievement. And the achievement yeah, and, and the legacy. For, yeah, for your, for, it's in print for the rest of your life, you yeah. know, what an amazing thing. Yeah, so. Which, yeah, and I do kind of want that one day too, but yeah. I just don't see a need for it right now because we've got the club. And I'm not saying it makes lots of money, but it does... Passive. As it builds and as we get more and more subscribers, it allows us to do things like, you know, like I do like doing the charity stuff and we're always helping out different charities and yeah, we use the money from the club to do yeah. stuff like that. We love hiring different, like lots of mums or changing it up. Um, people who are staying at home with kids and who love food and it just gives them a, a chance, money a chance well. to get a few hundred bucks a week yeah. um, for for creating recipes and things that they would be doing for their family anyway. And I love that. Maybe I should have just got a job, like, creating recipes for Pepper and Me Club yeah, you could instead have. of, like, writing a book. Yeah, but we've got... Because I probably um, would have got the same amount of money. No, I probably would have got more money. <laughs> Jess, we've got Jess Gray, Miss Gracie Flay, and she, she's working for the club uh, 20 hours a week. And she's running the Instagram, the... The live chat, the the meal plans, she's doing an um, and she job is too. oh, massive shout out to her. She is absolutely amazing. She, you put that, push that chat button, ask a question. You know, she's like there. she's there for you. Whereas yeah. me and Lauren were just like, we've got so much other stuff on, yeah. it, it wasn't really working out yeah. well. So she's actually been a, a massive savior for the Pepper and Me Club. You've yeah. got to have a, a tolerant disposition as well for that sort of thing, because some of the questions that people will ask, I just know from my admin as well. Actually, feedback from the from, from the book. <laughs> Some of the questions that some people will ask, like, I will consider a what-the-fuck question, but yeah. it's relevant to them, and so therefore it should be relevant to us. Um, so I think you've got to have a very tolerant disposition when you're dealing with, with people who it doesn't come naturally to them. Yeah, and I do have a tolerant disposition, but... I don't. <laughs> um, but not when I'm busy, you know. Yeah. I've got, like, 15 emails I've got to read. I've got 500 bloody Instagram messages. Yeah. This email here, this chat live chat here, and then I get a, a question that seems ridiculous, and it's yeah. like I just usually ignore it because I can't sit down and take it. the time to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. no, she's so great, amazing. It's good having those people. Yeah, so look, the club is working amazingly, but once my kids are a little bit older, maybe I have more time in the kitchen to develop more. You know, like cooking I used to do in restaurants, yeah. which I do enjoy doing. I just don't have time now. Then maybe one day, then a book would be cool. Yeah. Quick fire, tell us three things about Pepper and me or you, because I did go off script with that that people might not know oh, I should have been prepared for this and I'm totally sure. tell us you've got a penis <gasps> tell us you've got a penis <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> alright three things uh, 
the first thing I don't know if people know or not I have mentioned it but not many people know is that I started my business with $300 in our bank account in our savings account so we had nothing Uh, we were living on Shannon's wage which was covering the rent and you know not much more so for anyone who thinks or who sees now sees me flashing out on the odd thing and doesn't like it like you know what I bloody earned it and I put in so much work I actually had to get a full-time job and I worked a full-time job for six months while I was building Pepper and Me I would work from seven till four at at Pepper's preschool cooking and then I would go home and um, spend a few hours with Pepper and I would work from maybe 7pm till midnight shipping orders doing promo working on trying to build a business you know it's it was a really tough time but I didn't have any money to start with and that was all good we made it made it through we should so, we should park that right there because yeah, I think we should and talk, talk about, about that because yep. that is that's a whole podcast in itself that chat it is yeah and I don't know if people like look at me now and say oh like you've changed you know I have changed but uh not because of money I guess just as a person I've grown so much confidence yeah with lots of in all aspects mm. so I try, I guess I'll try not to take it as a negative when people say like oh you, you know you're not relevant to me anymore when I follow you you're not relevant anymore because you're not cooking on a do you know what that's fine you know bear ass budget anymore yeah. um but I'm more time poor now than anything I guess yeah. oh who knows two kids is also a lot harder <laughs> than, than one so that's one thing next thing gosh the exploding bagnetto <laughs> of 2017 Christmas I don't know if, how many people followed me back then but uh, we had 500 jars of the Spagnetto sauce explode in gift boxes it's not a product that I made but it was something I had bought in for these Christmas gift boxes and that was the worst the worst Does it just thing I've been through just, like give up give up well, it's actually a really nice sauce and I can't even go near it now yeah like I can't yeah it was a really nice sauce nope <laughs> yeah because I had I had like 300 jars of fermented sauce we had to pour down the drain and I was like two months pregnant so yeah it was the worst but yeah you didn't know that now you know <laughs> yeah yeah we've been through so many dramas like that one more thing about me or oh I d- um so we was talking about stealing yeah. I, <laughs> my big fucking reveal I can't reveal. believe that I don't have a big one like that I didn't steal I was, I, yeah I didn't steal uh, but I stole a soap a soap from um, a shop in Taronga and I didn't even live in Taronga but I, I still remember the shop I was about se- 7 I'm going to say 7 or 8 uh, and it was a black small cow shaped hand soap <laughs> Why did you know? Do you remember why you stole it? You just really wanted it, like in your life. I think I just wanted to see if this is going to bring me joy. Oh no! Yeah, it's about the challenge. eh? Yeah, yeah. But obviously, packed myself because I haven't. And you succeeded. And I went to like extreme lengths to hide it from my parents. They probably wouldn't have even noticed. No, like (laughs) who would have wondered where a fucking soap came from? Yeah. So that was my big bad stealing story. Oh my god, that pales (laughs) in comparison. That was. I know. I mean, do you know what? I was listening. When we were talking about our boat chats, I, I I have I do have I've got heaps of boat chats and stuff like we could have I, we could have talked for hours on that. But 
my boat chats do pale in comparison to yours. I was like, oh, really? Shit. Like I had one dildo. You had a whole room full yeah, of dildos. Whole like, and now it's like, oh, the tables have turned. I stole from two places <laughs> and I got taken to the cops twice. To the cops. You took a fucking cow soap. But I did have the DOC and yeah, I had been to true. court for that too. That's so true. that wasn't yeah. particularly nice either. Uh, can you, you tell not- I'm competitive? <laughs> you got like, knocked up. Oh, so- that's true. We're, we're still on par. Yeah, I feel yeah. like we're on par. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so competitive. Anyway, okay. So uh, one last question. What is next for Pepper and Me? What have oh. we got to look forward to? Products. Okay, so the aiolis. We're back to square one with revisiting these aiolis, yeah. I guess. I obviously still love mayo in my life. Gosh, it's just the options are endless, but I'd like to get the mayos out in yeah, the next I'm few excited about those. And then I was... What's special about them? They're just going to be the best mayos you've ever tasted. Yeah. I, I do think that... I'm, I'm definitely doing a chunky tartia. I think there is I'm not... I'm real pepper, excited about no that. No Capers? Yes. Oh, chunky, yes. you know? Yeah, and yep. gherkins, chunky. Yep. Maybe some dill, like yep. lemon zest. I will just eat it off the spoon. Oh, I'm I love gonna, it on everything. Everyone's yeah. like, I only, but I don't eat fish. I'm like, dude, you can put it on anything. Like, chicken burger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Best. As a dip for chips. Salad. Best. Salad dressing. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Potatoes. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm definitely doing the tarty. I just need to finalise the other product. Okay. Anyway, so that's no, like... What's, what, did I hear you say they're vegan? Yes, they are going to be vegan. That's like a that's like something you should say. <laughs> you vegan lover. Yeah, but I, I'm not even that far down the track with it yet. No, but, but um, that's awesome. Yeah, they'll definitely be vegan. Yeah. Gluten-free, dairy-free, obviously. A- uh, Animal-free. Soy-free, nut-free. Cool. No MSG. That's exciting. And no palm oil. And, they, yep. and you'll announce shelf those. Shelf-stable. Yeah, and shelf-stable. So cool. I'll be able to ship them. Yeah. Yep, so that's, that's like... Short-term. No exploding bagnetto no, mayo. No, no. So that's our um, short-term thing. Obviously, the cookware thing, Kitco brand, we're aiming yeah. to launch. You mentioned that earlier, so that's cool. In about October, then I'll be growing that. That's Hopefully, exciting. you know, I'm still in the earliest, earliest development process. Yeah. It's going to be so good, guys. I'm so excited to share it when we get it right, but it's just going to be a long process. Other that's than exciting. that, oh, I'm quite excited to have this wee podcast coming out. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, personal, personally, I kind of want to work on. I keep getting asked to do speaking events because people think I'm good, like you're at being a public speaker. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just, I'm just not. So I want to work on that. I'm thinking maybe I'll do like a like a, what is it, master of ceremonies? Yeah, or something like that. Like toastmaster, master of ceremonies. Yeah. Isn't that wine? Well, you, any, no, <laughs> it is. Isn't that, isn't that an MC though? Master of ceremonies. Like if you're an MC, that's the name, of, that's the name of that wine though. Oh, that's too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really good wine. Yeah. Um, and then maybe I could work on that. Yeah, Toastmasters. Uh, I'm going to get into the company of women a little bit more. So a little bit more involved in that. That's my business mentor subscription. But it's it's really helpful and I'd like to sort of move up the ranks in that within the company of women a little bit. So yeah, lots of stuff going on. Cool. No more mention of babies. Did you notice that? Yeah. I didn't even bother asking because <coughs> I don't even care. Because every time you have a baby, it's inconvenient for me. Yeah, no, me too. <laughs> <laughs> it still is. I was supposed to be recording this podcast this afternoon. I had to go and pick up the blooming child because he's got another virus. Shit. <sighs> Life. Life. Yep. So that's me. Okay. Thanks for the chat. You're welcome. So, and thanks to you guys for listening again. And we will have another episode coming out next week. We're going to try and get these out weekly. So yeah. successfully fucking up. Um, on Instagram, you can hop over there. Um, we'll have some posts over there. You can comment let us know what you think of the podcast let us know if you want to hear anything about yeah, us any, any about our businesses about just 
general chat. Um, maybe it's something that's completely unrelated and you just want to chat about it. Yeah. Or want us to chat about it. Cool. Yeah. Thank cool. you for listening. Thank you. All right. You've been listening to Successfully Effing Up by CMB. You can follow me, Bets, over on Magnolia Kitchen's Instagram, which is an authentic reality dose into my life as a self-made business owner, a mum, and everything else I feel the need to share. As always, we would love to hear from you, our listeners. Let us know what you would like to hear us chat about in the future episodes or just drop by our Insta at Successfully Effing Up. Uh, and share your wins and fuck ups for the week. And our hashtag is hashtag my win my fuck up.